What's up, brother? Hey, 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 man. How you if doing? everyone could just hear the amount of stuff we just had to cut out and just to restart this podcast because we were oh, all man. over the place. Dude, the thing is, we had like a solid, literally 20 minute conversation before we hopped on and it was really good. And then as soon as we were ready to to start, you were like, hey, man, you want to you want to bring us in today? And, like, and I just stared off into space, like shell shocked. You look oh, like no. me during like my Saturn return. <laughs> you're like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> it's like it's like every every brain cell inside of my head just just ran away. They were like, no, man, we're uh, we're all taking a lunch break right now. Yeah. So that's OK. And here we are and we're flowing into it. So today I actually wanted to kind of lead in and <laughs> this is a conversation that I wanted to have with you that was actually inspired by a talk that I had with my mom the other wow. day. So uh, I, I called my mom the other night. We actually had like this really nice like three-hour conversation, which is like kind of unusual for us these days. And I was just reflecting to her all of the ways in which she has helped me to become like the man that I am today. And I was reflecting to her. I don't do this enough. I was reflecting to her all the ways in which she's improved my life, like, and made me like all the good qualities that I learned from her just by watching her be who she is. And I was just trying to, you know, build her up and show her like who she, who she is. And one of those things that was that I watched her growing up just doing, just, she just treated everybody the same. And she was always nice. Like it didn't matter if you were the CEO of a company, if you were like the the clerk at the cash register, if you were the waiter or the waitress, um, every single person she interacted with, she treated the exact same and she was always kind and she expected nothing in return. Um, and so I was reflecting to her like the importance of small acts of kindness in the world and like the impact that that has. So when... I talk about like these small acts of kindness, like what, what comes up for you and and what feeling does that evoke for you? I actually immediately started to think about my own experience with that. And this is mm-hmm. actually something that just came up sometime this past week too, on, on a cultural perspective. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what led me to think about it, but I was just thinking about Thai culture in general for me, where everyone's very kind. Oh, there's someone in, I have a friend in Thailand. He was just talking about how everyone's so kind and caring and mm-hmm. friendly. And I was thinking about how much that influenced me and how I show up in in my life. And so much of the way I grew up was about how others are doing, right? Being able to mm-hmm. empathize and care and understand them. And, you know, that that led to some struggles on my own end. But on the such a great, beautiful gift of that is like I've learned to really just care and be kind for others in a way that unfortunately a lot of times doesn't really exist as much in at least on the west coast but in western culture yeah that's that's funny you know i think my mom and i were talking about this and she had said she was blown away by how rare acts of kindness are and i said it's funny it's like how common sense isn't common right? right and and the common sense isn't common and small acts of kindness are not common and what we eventually kind of got to was that small acts of kindness are what make the world the more beautiful place. When you, at least in my experience, when you are kind to people without expectation, you evoke kindness back into the world. 
And actually I had a story for you that I thought you'd like. Um, and I think this might, this might be part of like why it had come up in our conversation, but I was at a coffee shop the other day and I was ordering and the barista was, it was pretty stylish. She had like these, you know, these thick rim glasses that were clear and had a bunch of silver rings on and he had this thick necklace that was not silver, but it was like a shiny silver metal. And, um, he was like getting a pastry for me and I went, you know, here's the real question, man. Be honest with me. How heavy is that fucking necklace? And the other barista starts laughing and she goes, that's a, that's a fair question. You know, that is. and he's like, you know, it's not that, you know, it's not that heavy, blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, like the person in line is laughing behind me and he's like, here, do you want to, you want to feel it? And he literally took the necklace off of his <laughs> neck and handed it to me. Like within seconds of meeting me, like handed me the jewelry off of his body so that I could like, mm-hmm. you know, or feel how heavy it was. It didn't matter, but like, right. I felt so it, it, it meant the world to me that somebody who I had just met trusted me enough to hand me like the possessions off of their body because they just felt safe around yeah. me. Right. And you know, we like joke, I was like, Oh, you know, I bet this thing gives you neck pain. He's like, dude, yeah, it totally gives me neck pain. And you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and like we, you know, we just had that exchange and then I turned around and I talked to the person who was laughing in line behind me and I was just being nice to them. And I was like, you got any, you got any heavy jewelry on you? Big flavor flav clock or, you know, some brass knuckles or something like that, you know, just kind of shoot the shit. And like the impact that it had on everybody and like the way that everybody was kinder to each other afterwards, it was like, there was beauty. Like I just saw beauty in the world. Then I saw like a human beauty. It wasn't like that, you know, cherry blossom trees, like grew up outside and like, you know, leaves started falling off of them or anything like that. It was just that like the beauty of the human heart was evoked in that moment. And, um, I know that's just, that's just, I think like the power of like a small act of kindness. And so I wanted to kind of talk about that today. Yeah. So it's when you shared that immediately thought of like, okay, so what attribute, what contributes to this? And I think there's a level of just presence, right? Like it's so easy to be in line at a coffee shop and just on your phone or scrolling or thinking about work or whatever it is that Mm -hmm. we're preoccupied by. But the difference there is you are just very present and there and, you know, noticing and talking and sharing. And it just seems like it also pulled that out of everybody else around you. I was actually talking about this um, with someone the other day where I'm like, you know, one of the things I really want to work on is being more present when I'm busy. I'm good at just, Mm. and getting in, I'm good at getting robotic when those things happen. I need to go do this and this and this, make this happen. Hey, yeah, nice to see you. Got to run. But like, no, 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 Mm -hmm. no. I can actually just stop and have a conversation for 30 seconds or a minute when, when that comes up rather than just rushing to the next thing. Cause I have to, and it's just Mm -hmm. this intention of being present and stopping and being there when you can. Yeah. I mean, and, and these are kind of different things, right? They're, they're the, uh, the rational parts of your brain, the ones that mm-hmm. go like, Oh, well here I have a, I have a, an action item list to do. Yeah, and I got to knock these very things good off. At. <laughs> yeah. And like being like, okay, I got to knock these things off my list and each thing on the list is going to take this much time. And if mm-hmm. I get all of these done here and I take a break right there and nothing interrupts me, then I'll be out of here at this time and blah, blah, blah. Right. Like you, <laughs> yeah, you've just created the whole plan in your head and nothing's going to get in the way of it. Right. And you start to see people as obstacles to your plan rather than people. Mm-hmm. And that's a different part of your brain, right? It's that part of your brain that is open, creative, and experiences compassion, right? Well, I mean, your heart experiences compassion, but your brain, you know, kind of kind of gets the, you know, the domino effect of that compassion and some of the some of the neurotransmitters of it. But it's about making your plan 
having it there and then remaining open, like staying open, feeling the world around you and like feeling what that world needs and allowing your plan to be flexible. Right. You said feeling. And one of the things I'll share, cause it just brought it like brought me back to therapy days. And it's one of the things I'd always like share with people like in that situation where it's just like not in their body and just super, super in their head and going from one thing to the next. And I think one of the most powerful things you can do, right? And this, we can talk about this on a lot of different levels to bring yourself into mm-hmm. that other state and just calm down. It, it comes back into the senses and allowing yourself to just feel. So like, this is actually, I think one of the things I'm going to start doing for myself again is just dropping in and be like, yo, how do I feel right now? What am I smelling? What am I tactly feeling with my fingers whatever Mm. you know what's how does my body react right now my tense but being able to move into sensation rather than thought is is something that's always really really helpful for me yeah that yeah absolutely because you you're no it's it's almost like a small meditation on the fly Mm -hmm. where like yeah you're feeling what's going on in your body and you're not going straight to your thoughts about those feelings. You're not going, oh, I'm feeling tense in my chest. Like, I wonder what that's all about. Maybe it's this, 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 and that, right? Because mm-hmm. you'll do that. You got to watch yourself. You got to go, oh, there's t- there's tension in my chest. Okay, just focus on the quality of that. Yeah. Right. Just and you just- Explore it a little bit. Yeah, just feel that feeling, right? And every time you start to think about it, just go back to feeling it. And that it, it kind of anchors you in the present moment. I actually think Eckhart Tolle talks about that, um, where he's like, if you're feeling your body- you all you're always anchored to the present moment you said um, Eckhart Tolle in my head I heard cartel I was like what <laughs> at cartel <laughs> the cartel talks about this the, the power of drugs <laughs> by, by at cartel <laughs> um yeah Sorry, for me I, I I just breathe into my belly like I just I just breathe into like my lower abdomen and kind of like into my into like my pelvic floor and you know I just when I do that like I can feel I just feel my body and anything else that's going on in my head or in my body, I just kind of like let go or I just let it be there. You know, I, I was at a coffee shop. Yet, of course, I'm at a coffee shop. That's all I do. It's your life, dude. I decided you're seems... not at work. You are at a coffee shop where you're just at home asleep or on a run. Like, that, Lit- that's yeah. sack. Literally, if I'm on vacation, I, I exist in a liminal state of coffee shops. Uh, <laughs> and so I was at a Starbucks uh, getting ready to go on a walk. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I was just, I woke up in a super funky headspace. Like I'd, I'd stayed in bed too long and I was just kind of in this weird fugue state and uh, was like, oh man, like I was, uh, I was the next person in line to order my coffee. And I was like, this is going to be a weird social interaction because, because yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just not in interaction mode. And then, you know, I think maybe in the last several years of my life, I probably would have just let that be what that was like oh, this is going to be weird. Like, okay, well then if it, try to make it less weird by really trying to connect to this person and be present and do this and do that. And what I started to do is just kind of like, all right, like this is going to be weird. You know, I'm just going to let this interaction be what it's going to be from this, from this state of being right. Like I'm not going to try and force myself to to do or be anything else in this conversation. So I was kind of just present with the way my body was feeling and the way that my mind was working. And I stepped up to the plate, so to speak, like I stepped up to the the cash register and started talking and it ended up being like a, a full on, like back and forth conversation. And we both had like a good time and connected. And I was like, oh, weird. Like when I'm letting myself be who I am, I'm letting the other person be who they are. And I'm not 
projecting my needs onto them, right? I'm not saying, oh, I need this interaction to go this way. I need this person to see me this way. I need this person to have this experience. I'm not controlling the outcome. I'm just letting it be exactly what it is, which in a way is an act of kindness, right? You're not trying, you're not demanding that somebody take time out of their day to be something that you want them to be. And, um, I don't know. I think that, I don't know exactly why I started talking about that. I think it was just kind of an active presence. It was like being present with the way that I was and not trying to change it. I think too, right. We can look at what it means to show up with kindness in a lot of different frameworks. Right. Mm -hmm. And the other end of that, I think it can be showing up and just being reserved and quiet in the times that you're feeling that, right? And being authentic to that. Because I think if you do that, you're still going to show up genuine and real and probably with a little bit of a smile on your face. Be it, You may not say anything to that person or not say as much. Mm-hmm. But I think those moments can also bring you know, a level of something positive for, for that person in front of you too, right? It's a little stillness and being reserved can be just as impactful as being outgoing and, you know, Holly jolly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what a great song. Holly jolly Christmas. But uh, <laughs> exactly. I was going to think in my head. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's you saying that is making me think about like, what, how do I define kindness? And mm-hmm. to me, I mean, kindness is kind of like this gestalt thing. It's not like, I'm sure there's a Webster's definition for what kindness is. And it's also 1111 for us, but um, I'm sure there's like an actual definition for it. I don't know it. I just kind of know kindness when I see it. But part of kindness isn't just like doing things for people, right? It's not just holding the door for people or complimenting somebody or whatever. I think kindness is gentleness. Like when you're gentle with yourself and when you're gentle with the people around you and like I'm saying, like you let them be what they are instead of what you want them or need them to be. Like there's a kindness in that. Um, I think our, I think our standard for what kindness, our threshold for kindness in our current culture is actually probably pretty low just based off the way that most people move through their day. I remember working in service industries a lot before I got to med school. I mean, I would, was in retail. I worked at a coffee shop. I worked in restaurants. I worked at a sandwich place for a while. Like the, People who were just gentle and kind were so rare that I would notice them like in the middle of the day. Like there'd be three or four of them out of like a hundred customers I'd serve in a day or something like that. It was so rare. People would either dismiss you, not make eye contact with you, or just be overtly mean to you. And uh, I'm like, wow, this is how over 90%. I mean, obviously it's like, you know, there's, there's a bias based off the location that I was at and stuff like that. Right. It's the similar, you know, like sample of a population, but, um, still I was like, wow, kindness is very rare. Yeah. Listening to you, I'm like kind of figuring out what it means to be kind and imagining the different sorts of interactions. I think Mm -hmm. the other thing is like the superficial kindness, right? Like, Oh, Hey, how you doing? I hope you have a great day. Like it's just, you can feel it. It's not. Yeah. There. Yeah. yeah. And again, that's, and that's usually somebody the to be process though. Right. Like, or in these interactions, like you're kind of just pushing this energy out to that person or that person is pushing this energy out to you. But like you're saying it's, it's a push rather yeah. than just like being, um, yeah, it's, it's trying to evoke something from somebody that you need from them. I need you to buy something. I need you to write a good review. I need you to be kind back to me because I'm feeling like shit today. Right. It's an inauthenticity. 
Yeah. And that that's where I keep going back to when I feel into like, okay, so the, what does it mean to be kind to someone? Where does that come from? It's just back to this idea of just being genuine, right? It's the authenticity. So whatever mm-hmm. that means to you in that moment, that may look a little different. Like we have our perceptions of what it means to be kind, but just being mm-hmm. authentic and genuine to yourself and in that moment with somebody in front of you. It's it's what I was thinking was there's a fostering of connection and that's where I can feel a level of kindness, but that connection comes from just authenticity. Mm. That makes me think of a couple of things, right? Like we are in kind, like we are in similarity, we are in Mm. connection, right? So when you said Uh, connection, I was like, Oh, uh, Hey, um, it also reminds me of like this YouTube short I saw a couple months ago. This, uh, this woman was saying like, yeah, I had a friend telling me that, you know, he had lived in both the West coast and the East coast. And he said, people from the West coast are nice, but they're not kind. People from the East coast are kind, but they're not Not nice. nice. And and the distinction is like, if you get a flat tire, somebody on the West coast will go, oh, I'm so sorry. That must be really hard for you. Like you must've missed work. Like, ah, that must be so frustrating, you know? Right. But they don't do shit. They don't do shit about it. Right versus on the east coast somebody will see you have a flat tire on the side of the road and they'll pull over and go like what the hell are you doing out here with your flat tire you need to get new tires every season or whatever and start you know grabs the grabs the jack out of your hand and jacks your car up and is berating you the entire time and making fun of you for having a flat tire but they're changing your tire Mm -hmm. you know and they're actually doing something to help you yeah and it was like okay like that makes me think of authenticity again like in one example somebody is you know, they might be genuinely like relating and being compassionate, like, fuck that, that does suck. But the the tires already been changed. Like, what do you want me to do about it? So I'm just going to be nice to you. <clears throat> but it could also be inauthentic. It could just be like that. Oh, I'm so sorry. Meh. You know, are you though? Are you actually, are you just, yeah. just give me some fluff right now? Cause you don't actually care. It's such <laughs> a West coast thing, man. <laughs> I know. And in the other example, somebody's being kind of a dick, but they're doing something, they're being authentic and they're doing something, right? They're helping you. They're also being true to who they are. There's an authenticity and it's a kindness. So let me ask you this though, devil's Uh advocate there for the Midwest side of things. How much of that is conditioning to do this thing versus what they, them actually caring and wanting to do this thing? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think we could ask that of literally any human behavior, right? Like how much of, how much of who you are is conditioning and how much of who you are is like what you believe. You know, I think at a certain point, <clears throat> for for healthy adult maturation, you look at the ways you've been conditioned, and you go, "Which one of these, which of these things do I think has a place to stay, and which of these things do I think needs to go?" Yeah. Um, you know, oh, it's I was taught that it's the right thing. If you see somebody on the side of the road with a flat tire, you get out and you help them change it. That's actually probably a pretty nice thing. I should probably keep that one, you know, or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah knowing where you're at like the that side problem sometimes though on their own growth may need a little bit more of the west coast like you got to set up a boundary and make sure it's not at your own expense the west coast needs mm-hmm. a little bit more of oh i need to actually be able to be more present and care and show up f- for some some people mm-hmm. but, and you know I, I there's i think there's something to also be said for like that the, the the real version of that niceness like the actual compassion of like wow i'm sorry that that fucking sucks you know I, I see it. You see it and you feel it. Like you have real empathy. Yeah. It's still not as practically helpful as like doing a thing for somebody, but it's funny. Like on the West coast, there's that whole like, 
oh, well, don't just like give advice. Don't, you know, you know, not, not everything is a problem that needs to be fixed. Sometimes you just need to be heard and listened to. And I think we've swung too far on the pendulum over to like not doing shit to help each other and just kind of like sitting around. And uh, <laughs> so in light of all of that, then let's, let's uh, kind of tie up the ends on this and wrap it up. I want to ask you in what ways you have seen kindness make the, like simple acts of kindness make the world a more beautiful place. I want to say something really profound, right? Like this whole like <laughs> Mother Teresa answer, but I think I'm going to go back into that verbiage of simple acts of kindness make yeah. the world a better place. Totally. And this is something you and I have talked about over and over on so many different episodes, right? Right. Like, what you did at the coffee shop that is an act of kindness an act of just being present and caring right like being at the grocery store and seeing someone with a lot of stuff when you have like three or four things it's all right hey you can go ahead it's fine things like that change the world right they they really it's always little moments like that where you're like man that that was really nice like i really appreciate that Mm -hmm. so allowing ourselves to give to people in little moments like that. If we talk about the season of giving, how can I just make someone's day a little bit better? And you feel good about it at the end of the day, but you uh, do. little things, right? Just little, little things go really far away for a lot of people. Be it yeah. like showing up and just smiling for at somebody when, you know, everyone else is grumpy. Like, Hey, you know, like, hope, you, hope you hope your day gets better. Like, I hope you're happy. I hope you're... Blah. Blah. <laughs> yeah. You feel oh, it in your heart. Cut. You feel it in your heart when you have done something truly kind for somebody. Like you, you feel in your heart that you did the right thing. And you know, so when I was growing up and I was camp, and I would go camping every year with my uh, my aunt and uncle, when we would pack up and leave the campsite every year, my and my aunt would go and make sure you clean up the trash that other people left here when we got here. Like leave this place better than you found it. And that's something that's like really stuck with me my entire life is like, leave the world better than you found it. And we have this propensity to think that we haven't done that if there's still plastic in the ocean, if there's still global warming, if there's still homelessness, if there's still all these like things, like we we feel we disempower ourselves. We feel powerless to the momentum and like the machinations of large corporations and, you know, just, just other interests but that's not necessarily true. Like a, a small act of kindness does make the world a better place. It makes the world a better place for the person, for you, first of all, because you're going to walk through the rest of your day with a warmer heart, but it's going to make that person's day a better world as well, right? Like their perception will be of a better world and they'll probably pay it forward, you know? Sort of like love seeing all those viral videos of stuff like that, where like someone goes out and just is like handing out roses to people. Or like yeah. just going around saying you're awesome and just recording it. I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be recorded, but like stuff like that where you can see like the power of something really little and just giving some love and acknowledgement. And you can see how much it just makes someone's day and they start to glow and smile and they're just so happy. And you hear it. And a lot of the responses where people were like, yeah, like I really needed to hear that. Like, thank you so much. Like, we all really do need to hear that with everything that's going on in our lives and the world mm-hmm. that we're in. So yeah, yeah we feel something little. We feel like a cog in a, you know, we feel like yeah, a small cog in like a great machine that is kind of unnoticed and um, being seen, we feel disconnected and like being seen by somebody and 
mean, this is like something that you're talking to a genuine compliment, right? Mm -hmm. Not a compliment because you want somebody to like you, not a compliment because you're trying to hit on somebody or whatever, right? Like a genuine, like you see something that you like about somebody, you see a quality within them, you see the way that they're dressed or whatever. Like you, you just see something about them. You can just be like, Hey, you like, you seem like a really sweet person. And I just hope that people tell you that, you know, or whatever. Like you have really kind eyes, you know, it doesn't matter what it is mm-hmm. like a little thing. We're so scared of being rejected that we're, we won't go out of our way to be nice to people like something so small. I really like, it seems like you really put a lot of effort into your nails. They look really nice. Mm-hmm. Hey, I really like that shirt. Hey, you seem like a really kind person, like anything like that. It makes a huge difference to people. Yeah. We're like the Starbucks employee, right? Thank you for being here. Thanks for making me a <laughs> cup of coffee. Like, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they need that. Especially on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because they're slinging out all those red holiday cups that you all want. Yeah, that's so. right. <laughs> but, yeah. Anything else you want to share, bro? Nah, man. I just love you. Thanks for, thanks for having the chat with me. Well, let me ask you with this. Let me leave you with this one final question. Since mm-hmm. we're talking about Starbucks and red holiday cups. <laughs> what's the, what's the go-to hot drink going into Christmas? Bro, I'm so basic. I just drink black coffee. That's the because I have you. I have hair on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I actually was like at Star at Safeway yesterday and walked by the Starbucks. Man, I'd really love a hot like cup of something holiday. And I looked at the menu, I'm like none of this sounds good. I'd rather just have like an Americano or a cup of coffee. That's not mm-hmm. what I want from Starbucks. All right, I'm not going to get anything. But like back in the day, I would have loved one of the sweet whatever whatever is. People shit on Starbucks coffee. And and like, frankly, you know, if I'm going somewhere to like talk to hang out with somebody or read a book or get work done, I go to a local coffee shop. I support a local coffee shop, but I'm just picking up a coffee to go somewhere like Starbucks is fine. Like people shit on their coffee for tasting bad, dude. I don't taste that much of a difference. And I literally go to coffee shops like every, you know, multiple days every week. It's not and that you're bad. You're a barista. Yeah. You know, not, it's not that, it's not that bad. Also, I will say I, I have would so much. Have a tasty something, something from Starbucks, then a cup of coffee. Though I'm just going to be real with that. I mean, that's yeah, that's <laughs> fair. But I mean, their black coffee is not that bad, yeah. honestly. But I have too much of my ego tied up in like ordering black coffee. I will say, you know, it's like, oh, you want like leave room for cream? I'm like, nah, black. Nah, you know, nah. like it's like going to a bar and being chest. like and being like whiskey neat. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, go get a little frou frou. I'm gonna challenge you then. Go get a little frou frou, bud. Mm. Nita. I just I, I like to eat my calories rather than drink them. And I put down plenty of calories with my mouth anyway. So cheers to that. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> give me give me a pastry and some sweets rather than a whole oh. liquid. Yeah, um, dude. Exactly. So. I'd rather I'd rather sip like a like a hot black coffee and then like eat a donut or like eat a scone than yeah, know, a drink a sweet drink. Uh sugar plum Danish holidays. So I'll leave it on that. That we're gonna go for one of those. Well, man, I'm just thinking about your sugar plums now. (laughs) You don't think about my Danish? (laughs) Your sweet cakes. (laughs) Uh, All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in this week. And uh, it's holiday season. We'll probably put out one more before Christmas. We love you guys. Or, you know, we celebrate Christmas. So we'll put out one more for Christmas. But happy holidays, everybody. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. Mm -hmm.